0: Would you like to, uh, to count us down? In five,
1: four, three, two... I'm so happy, I'm lucky me i just come my way, living every day I don't worry, worry Things that bother you, never bother me it's I in the sunlight, loving in the a It's the summer of SpongeBob Summer themes Living in the sunlight, loving in the moonlight Having a wonderful time
0: Oh yeah, we used the set song last time Just, yeah.
1: me, just as free as i do what I like Just what I like And how I love you oh, I'm not here to stay i love the I'll be right in my mind, Living in the sunlight, Loving in the Having the wonderful time. Unique <laughs>
2: I had to save Tiptoe and the, the insidious episode we do eventually. Yeah. Of course.
1: Just like I'm just as free okay. as I
2: need, <laughs> Enough enough Let's of that. Play the whole song. There was only like twenty seconds left. Alright. Welcome to episode uh, thirty, I think. Or 31, depending on when this episode comes out and what comes before it.
0: Nope. This is an episode of Attempted Topics, and that's all that matters, you know? I'm Jeremy. I'm Stephen. And
2: uh, Summer v. Spree, whatever you want to call it, continues on with uh, Town the Dreaded Sundown from... Nineteen seventy six, uh, directed by Charles Pierce and written by Earl Smith. Um so are you aware that this is based off of a true story? I mean it's said in the movie, but like Yeah Are you, are you aware that like how closely it is um No closely it follows the story? No, I don't know the real story. So especially listening to it right before you joined the call. Because I told myself last night that before we started recording that I would um turn up on the true story of the town that dreaded sundown, and uh I proceeded to not do that and forgot about it until just now <clears throat> but um, it kind of follows the same path where like a guy in a white hood kind of terrorizes the town of uh Arkansas, which sounds like a fake place, but it's not.
0: Yeah, I thought it was fictional too until I looked it up.
2: Yeah, um, but he was like a serial killer, and uh, he was a rapist, which I'm glad they didn't incorporate the uh, rape part into the film. But um, he he pretty much like stalked and terrorized couples, uh, mm. very similar to the Zodiac Killer, like a couple decades before the Zodiac killer was a thing. Um, And one one of the girls that he killed had a um, saxophone and they thought they caught the killer because when she was found dead, her saxophone was missing. Mm -hmm. And and then there was like a pawn shop or something. And I might be getting some of the details wrong, but there was a, a pawn shop and somebody tried to sell Saxophone that looked that was like very similar to this girl's saxophone. Uh Ah, unfortunately, it was uh, was the it was a a different model. It just looked very similar, and um, they uh never caught the killer. uh, Similar to the movie, um, it also took place in nineteen forty six. But I think the first killing was in February instead of I think April in the movie.
0: Mm. But Oh yeah, I was wondering if they they were, or if they caught him in real life.
1: I uh, know they did not.
2: Yeah, um, remember, I remember. Don't th- I don't think I saw the movie, but for some reason I, I thought because I saw the remake or the sequel, whatever it is, um, I thought that they, caught the killer in the movie.
0: Yeah. But
2: um. Actually, very surprised that like there's almost like no resolution to what happened.
0: Yeah, he's just still out there.
2: Um. So, what did you think of the town of Dreaded Sundown?
0: I I really liked it. I mean, I I thought I felt like a police drama more than a horror movie to me.
2: Yeah, that's what I was gonna say because it i went in expecting a slasher movie yeah it reminded me of like a very like cheap version of zodiac from uh i think 2007 but um it's more of like a police drama of like (laughs) these cops trying to find out like who the killer is yes instead of a, a slasher movie but it also kind of um Know, has some slasher elements to it and you, yeah like i kind of got the vibe that uh like uh jason from part 2 was inspired by this movie
0: <laughs> i wrote down in my notes that jason was the killer <laughs> cuz he had like the same outfit
2: they even like act the same yeah
0: um like, the only difference jason.
2: the only difference is in part 2 uh on Friday the 13th uh Jason has one one eye hole in his mask as opposed to two in this movie. Yeah. Like I never really understood why he had one eye hole.
0: <laughs> yeah, in mean,
2: part 2, as far as I remember, he can he has like ability to use both of his eyes.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty uh, sure he does too. My,
2: my best guess would be it, it was like and it was like a way to get out of like a copyright strike with uh town of the dreaded sundown
0: yeah that would make sense
2: yeah it was like yeah we didn't copy <laughs> you he has he has one eye hole and uh, your killer has two great um, <laughs> yeah so i think there are i think there's two stars of this movie uh the one would be the the phantom killer obviously because he's like yeah. He's like he did a i don't I don't remember off i top of my head who played the phantom killer um I could look it up real quick uh but the other star would be the narrator
0: yeah um or spark plug
2: i thought spark plug was annoying but <laughs> um yeah i i would say the narrator because he was It it was almost like uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre vibes, except it was like kind of through the whole movie. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, I think I I like
0: having a narrator. I forget what other movie that I watched recently had that.
2: So, uh, Vern Stearman was the narrator, and he only only acted in two movies: uh, The Town, The Dreaded Sundown, and The Legend of Boggy Creek. Where he also plays a narrator, mm. it's like a documentary style horror film like this, uh, directed by Charles Pierce, who did this movie.
0: Um, oh, okay.
2: So I don't know if it was like a friend or something, and it's like, hey, you have a you have a good voice, come narrate these movies for me. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, okay. Um, and Bud Davis played the Phantom Killer, who I think did a very good job. Yeah he only had a uh, a short acting career he's only in eight films but uh, but yeah i think he did a very good job in this movie as the phantom killer
0: the one part um, was funny that when
2: he was chasing the cars it was backing up yeah the, the so, so the, the can't talk the one thing i i thought was interesting about the phantom killer is that he's almost like an idiot yeah cuz because, like, he's supposed to be, like, this menacing killer, but, like, I think he tries to kill, like, five people, and three of them live. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and that's similar to, like, the, the true story as well, because a lot of his, his, uh, quote-unquote victims survived, and then I think uh two of them died. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought that was a, uh... A uh, kind of unique um, decision, and I guess it is kind of inspired by the true story. But it's like you—they're trying to make like this menacing killer, but he's also like not very good at what he's doing.
0: <laughs> yeah, that kind of kept it from being a slasher movie where half of them live.
2: Yeah. Um. So, I have a. I have a theory that because I always have theories about every movie we watch, mm-hmm. um, that Spark Plug was the Phantom Killer. Interesting. Did you get that too? No. Okay. Um, as we go through the movie, I'll I'll kind of try to explain why I think he was the Phantom Killer because there was like, there was, there was a scene that kind of stood out to me that explained why he that kind of gave me the vibe that he was a phantom killer, and it was actually pretty early on. So when we get there, I'll mention it. Yeah, I didn't even think that. Hmm. Sparkplug is like a comedic character that they randomly put in the movie. That was another thing. I did not expect there to be as much comedy as there was in this movie. I expected like a scene or two but not everything that he did. (laughs) It's like, Sparkplug's a funny character. He's, like, driving around like an idiot. Um, He's, like, yelling at people on the phone. And... and Threatening them. (laughs) And and since he's an idiot, it was like... It was like, yeah, this, this killer only killed two out of the five people he tried to kill, so, like, maybe... True. Maybe, maybe the killer is an idiot too. Um, That's yeah. true. It that makes
0: sense.
2: Kind of like our last episode on Sleepaway Camp. I'm not familiar with the lore of this movie, so I don't know if there are any fan theories that um kind of guess if uh, Sparkplug was the killer or whoever might be the killer. I'm gonna have to look into it now. Yeah. Um. Before we we dig into the plot, did you see the um Did you see the remake slash sequel slash spinoff?
0: Um I think so. I know it was direct or written by Roberto something that does Riverdale. And then the guy okay. from American Horror Story was involved too.
2: Yeah, um, I know the director I think from something but, um Yeah it it was it was interesting the route they took for the remake it's not even a remake um at the end of the at the end of the original movie there's like a very meta version where it's like they show a killer like the phantom killer in line to watch the town the dreaded sundown yeah, movie.
0: so I like that,
2: and it's like That's a idea. The um, the the remake almost takes place in like that universe. Mm. So it's like the there's like the meta scene at the end of the original movie, like two minutes or whatever, and the remake like takes place within those like two minutes where the town they've read at sundown is a movie based off of, like, like, a killer in
0: this town. Oh, okay. Hmm. So is it, like, a, um... It's technically a sequel, kind of, in a way, too?
2: Um, yeah. So... How do I... There was, there was... I can't talk. There were a few other movies that did it. I know, like, The Blair Witch did it. Oh. Brave Encounters. Like, the sequel takes place in a universe where... Creep Encounters is a movie. Oh yeah. So the town that dreaded sundown, two thousand fourteen, takes place in a world where the original town that dreaded sundown is a movie. There's a scene at like a drive-in theater where they're all watching the movie. Um, yeah, that was like my because I saw the remake before I saw the original. I I was I was intrigued by the the title
1: because.
2: Mm-hmm. Such a it's such a unique title. Now
0: what I thought was gonna happen, I thought the movie was gonna be like well I guess it kinda was. Where they expect the killer to come out. So they all they shut everything down. But I was expecting it to be like that axe murder from Louisiana. Oh yeah. I was expecting something like that where he comes out every night or something.
2: I want to see a movie based off of like the the Jazz Man of Louisiana or whatever he was called. Yeah, where it's like, it's like you guys have to play jazz while, or or I won't kill I won't kill anybody, <laughs> and like the whole town plays jazz music for the whole weekend.
0: Yeah, he was an American horror story too. It all comes together now.
2: <laughs> now what if they did um like the town of Dreaded Sundown, it like it it's almost like a zombie movie or like a creature movie, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like oh these there's these creatures that come out at night to terrorize this town or whatever. Yeah. The, t- the title also fits something like that. So it was like the The title intrigued me because it was like, uh, like I knew it was a slasher movie because I saw the poster of the remake. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, the the title is very cool because you could you could use it in a lot of different ways.
0: <clears throat> um, I
1: think
2: that it's our initial thoughts. It's a um, it's a good movie. Um, and yeah, we'll we'll dig into the plot. Um, you know, it's it's
0: not. It makes me want to watch the new one too.
2: Yeah, I think. No, I think the I think the original is is like slightly better than the new one. Mm. Um, either one of them were like fantastic, but um, it it it's kind of cool to see like original slasher elements like before they became like stereotypical. Yeah. 'Cause me and you, like we we've talked about it on a few episodes, we love the, the POV shot from the killer. And, mm-hmm. and they do it in this one. But um yeah, it's it's cool to see like the you know, slasher cliches before they
0: or, before they became a cliche.
2: Before that, yeah, before they were done to death in the eighties. Like okay. have you ever seen the the movie The Fun House? Yeah. Like that whole opening scene is like on Carpenter's Halloween. <laughs> I remember I stayed home sick from school one day and I watched I turned on The Funhouse. I watched like the opening scene of like the first person point of view and I was like are literally doing Halloween right now. And then I turned that's it off because I turned it off cuz I was like I'm not even going <laughs> to going to give them a chance after this blatant rip off of Halloween.
0: That's that's the movie with um with the clown, right? Yeah, the clown was in the room.
2: Think, think so. I haven't seen the whole movie, but <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I remember there being a clown on the poster.
0: Um, I think it was that whole thing, that scary story. Where your clown statue is creepy.
1: Okay. Was and post-based. then they're like,
0: "We don't have a clown statue." <laughs>
2: Maybe that was Poltergeist.
0: <laughs> no, I think that's just a clown toy. Okay.
2: I remember a clown in Poltergeist, too, but I haven't seen Poltergeist since I was a kid, so... That'd you actually don't... be something to revisit, too.
0: I don't think I'm a fan, but I don't really remember it.
2: It was like a... I think it was like a PG
0: movie,
2: so... Anyway, back to The Town That Dreaded Sundown. Um... So it 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 opens and we get like a backstory on like the state of uh, Texark <laughs> County, Ar- Arkansas,
0: and almost like <laughs> an ad.
2: Yeah, it's like like a TV ad. Like spirits are high <laughs> in this town. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's like right after World War Two ended. Um, Business is booming. Yeah, things are like things are like opening back up and things are getting back to normal. Um. They also could have played it off that like somebody who came home from the war was involved in was like the killer. You know what I mean? Yeah, like a PTSD thing. Because I know that's a theory with um, the Joker in uh, the Dark Knight. He was a soldier from like Afghanistan or Iraq who came home and had like bad PTSD. Oh, see, I never heard that one. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, because the Joker in The Dark Knight is more like a terrorist than he is like the Joker, a, a maniac clown. But um, but yeah. Um, since World War Two ended, like that could also be a theory that it was like a soldier who just came home from war who was like you know, traumatized from what he's seen over there. Yeah. Um. The narrator's tone uh, quickly changes when he starts talking about a uh, a crime spree that uh, that happened uh, thirty years from when he's talking. So he's talking in nineteen seventy six. So we're well, nineteen forty six. I was about to say he's in present day, but he's not. <laughs> yeah, because he's he's like promoting the town like they're in present day, and he's also like just kidding. 30 years ago there was, a, there was a crime spree that um that happened in this town and they say only the names have been changed and yeah judging by the um the video I watched prior to when we started recording it, it seemed like very similar so like only the names and like some details have been changed yeah <laughs> So we see uh, two young adults out on a uh, makeout reef. <laughs> um, it's we need the sound effect. <laughs> it, it's like kind of, um, I mean, not even kind of. It's like very uncomfortable.
0: Yeah. So was most of those lovers' lane scenes were?
2: Squidward uh, good times good times. Away. Squidward. <laughs> that that'd be a good a good crossover the uh, I don't remember what they're called I feel like the international Justice League of super acquaintances or whatever yeah, I think so <laughs> what if they just show up in the movie? <laughs> <laughs> They are talking about like somebody terrorizing <laughs> hormonally charged teens. Yeah, so it's perfect. <laughs> yeah, so, so two young adults are at make out reef, like we said, and a uh, hooded man is seen approaching the car. And um like, this is obviously our first look at um at the Phantom Killer. Um and in my notes I actually have he looks similar to part two Jason. So
0: that's what I put too with Jason attacking them. <laughs>
2: <laughs> now it's like Like yeah, I was watching this movie and it was like when when I watched it, it was like ten o'clock in the morning. Mm. A good a, a, a good morning movie, you know? I watched mine at night. <laughs> it was, but it was like cloudy outside and I had all the lights off and it was like actually creepy. <laughs> hmm I I didn't expect it, but it's like lawn and like drawn out and he doesn't talk. Yeah. So he's attacking these uh, two teens. Um, I think he... Does he stab them or does he shoot them? I don't remember. Um, This one, he pulled the guy out of the window. Okay, I, I remember think he that. he
0: pulled them both out the window, didn't he? I don't think he shot them.
2: Okay, maybe he didn't, but...
0: Well yeah, this is one of the few um, killers that we see use a gun often.
2: Yeah, that was that was. Uh, so that sucks. Just, <laughs> yeah, that was kind of that was unique too, because it's like, like yeah, I think you can. Yeah, I think you're more likely to survive a knife wound than you are a gun.
0: Yeah, you don't really see that. One would assume in horror movies often. The only one I could think of right now is Art the Clown.
2: Yeah. Um, it reminds me of zodiac and i almost wonder if david fincher was uh inspired by this movie in a way because there's a scene with the zodiac killer and it's like it just these this couple um sitting by a lake and the zodiac killer shows up and it's it's kind of similar to this scene and it's like very creepy. The the only difference is in Zodiac it takes place during the day. Uh, and it is Yeah, you know,
0: like, I've never seen that movie.
2: It's like that scene is probably the scariest scene I've ever seen in any movie ever. And it takes place in like broad daylight on a very sunny day. Mhm. Like the Zodiac killer just shows up and is like you know, and like the, this figure dressed in all black shows up and is like going to kill these in, people
0: in the daytime.
2: Yeah, like I said, the scene is like dragged out and creepy in in the morning after the attack. Um I should probably say their names are Linda May and Sammy who get attacked.
0: <laughs> um one second.
2: Yeah, so so they're discovered in the morning. Um Linda May is crawling on the side of the road, I believe. Yeah, uh, and yeah, the car we, drives
0: off the road right when she <laughs> right when yeah. she's
2: rolling Yeah, so
0: that happens a lot in this movie too.
2: Like cars driving know, off the road.
0: I don't know if they are bad drivers or if the cars are hard to control.
2: <laughs> like spark plug later on, just like oh my god, like drives up a up a ramp or something, <laughs> right into the swamp. <laughs> so, you blame them for not putting a sign up. <laughs> so, so Sammy and Linda are loaded into the ambulance. Um, and for like a low budget movie, like I, I don't know the budget, I don't know what budget they had. Um, I could look it up real quick, but um, for for apparently having a low budget, they got the cars right. Yeah. yeah. So it was four hundred thousand dollars. So.
0: Put that into perspective. Like the, the cars, right? All of the, um, scenery and all that.
2: Yeah. Put that into perspective. Um, Halloween was made on 300000 so this was, like, a little bit more expensive than the original Halloween. Mm. So, yeah, um... It's very low budget, because 300000 in 1976 would not be a lot of money for a movie. Um... I'm not a genius on money when it comes to like inflation or anything but um if you are feel free to let us know. <clears throat> um so yeah, at the hospital a uh, police officer is uh trying to question Linda but um but yeah she's sedated and um the police officer ends up walking out with a doctor and the doctor tells the police officer that her legs were like or no, he says her neck, her breasts and her legs, I think, were bitten up. hmm Something like that. Yeah. Um, he's he just said that they were heavily chewed. Um just, just, that's probably as close as they could have got to like rape in this movie and gotten away with it, I think. Yeah. I don't know if they were like trying to keep like like, not trying to get, like, an X rating or whatever. Or NC-17 or whatever. Um, maybe they just didn't want to put it in, which is, which is always a good decision to keep rape scenes out of your movie. Yeah. Um, I think any movie has gotten better with a rape scene, but... <clears throat> That's, like, the escape scene in Rob Zombie's Halloween 2. I was just thinking. Or, 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 I'm sorry, Rob Zombie's Halloween, where, like... Like, the original escape scene was kind of dumb as well, where he just, like, breaks the chains for no reason.
0: Yeah. But that was better.
2: But, yeah, but it was better than, like, having a, a a full-on rape scene in that movie. Um,
0: Like, for
2: what? For... Speaking of, I watched Rob Zombie's Halloween 2 yesterday. Mm. No better time to watch it than on uh, July 30th.
0: It's never a bad time to watch that. Yeah, it's still great. Um, yeah. At, um, so we go back to the police station,
2: and um, so this is the scene I was talking about, where like I think, I think Sparkplug might have been the killer, because one of the cause, like he's he answers the phone and he's like threatening the girl on the phone and even like the other cop i forget his name off the top of my head um, you know their names no
0: um i wasn't picking up names in this movie for some reason so there's oh Ramsey. uh
2: so the, the the two main detectives like or Captain Morales, who's, like, the investigator that comes to town. And Norman Ramsey is, like, the other main cop in the movie. Mm. <clears throat> but, but like, Ramsey even tells him, like, you know, we're supposed to protect and not threaten people who call <laughs> in. Uh, but, but, yeah. So, it was, like, when I started... I was like, are we supposed to think he's the killer because he's threatening this poor woman on the phone?
0: Or is he just an idiot? Well yeah, but
2: Yeah, I mean they they play it both ways. Um there's also a That'd scene interesting like, though. Yeah, I kinda wish they would have made like more hints as to who it could be. But I do also like how like big it is too.
1: Yeah.
0: That's so
2: where are we are now. Uh, we meet um Howard W. Turner and Emma Lou Cook. <laughs> the the narrator goes through a brief backstory. <laughs> um they they've been together for uh six weeks. And um it is now three weeks after the attack on uh, Lover's Lane, or as I like to call it, Takeout reef. Uh, yeah, so so it's like three weeks later, and like everything's starting to get back to normal. Um, like it More was just, a, yeah, like it, like it was just an attack, and these people didn't die. So that's like I mean, cool. Of, yeah, it's like this guy didn't kill anybody. It was just an attack, so we're good. Um. Yeah, at this point, I can't tell like who the police officers are. <laughs> I mean, I can't tell through for, throughout the rest of the movie either, but. Um, one of the police officers think that they should be out patrolling. Like, I, I think he still thinks, like, you know, things are I like, think things might happen again, you know. <clears throat> uh, so, Ramsey goes out patrolling, and he finds, um, Howard's car. How, he finds Howard W. Turner's car. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, so he goes out. He he goes to investigate the car, and he hears gunshots in the distance. You know, he he that a smart thing that I usually don't see in movies, where he like got out of the area. Yeah,
0: but then he goes right back into the area, and I was like,
2: oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> he left and then proceeded to go right back. Yeah. Um. So yeah, there's a scene of Ramsey searching the area to see what he could find and I think the scene like, I think they think that the scene is creepier than it is because it's like it's like raining but it's also like broad daylight mm-hmm. and I don't know I just thought it looked weird because when they show Ramsey up close you can see rain like falling down his hat and everything but then when yeah. they, when they zoom in there's like no rain or when I'm sorry when <laughs> they zoom out there's like no rain <laughs>
0: They just put like water over him.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know if it's just because it's daytime, but like I said, Zodiac has that killer, or has that scene during the daytime with the Zodiac killer where it's very creepy. So I don't know if like that's what's holding it back, or it's just not shot well. But I, I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But, like trying, to, like trying to build tension in this scene. I just don't think it works. No. Um, so so Ramsey ends up finding Emma and suddenly the rain returns again <laughs> because it's an up close shot. Um the Is coming in spurts. <laughs> yeah. So we see the Phantom who like just shows up and gets in a car and leaves. Does he get in Howard's car or does he have his own car? Um, I was thinking, I thought he stole the cop car, but they never. That's what really... I thought. Yeah, that's what I thought too, but they don't. They never they said never... anything about that, so I'm assuming he got into the other car in front of him. Yeah, because, like, they never. Um... Like, if he stole the cop car, you'd think they'd be, like, be on the lookout for this cop car, or, like.
1: Yeah. Oh, we so found Howard... the
2: cop car. <laughs> yeah, like, we found the cop car abandoned on. Whatever you know. So I'm guessing he didn't, even though it looked like he did. Yeah. So I think these are the two that he actually kills. Yeah. And I think he, I think he kills two more later on, or three more later on. I should say. Yeah. So I think I think he kills five and tries to kill like nine or something like that. Mm-hmm. He kills. He's he has like a fifty percent success rate.
0: <laughs> yeah. These two died off screen.
2: Yeah. So the narrator updates us on uh on the town again <laughs> and they're like freaking out um the gun stores are sold out <laughs> uh completely. Like locksmiths were um locksmiths are in high demand. Business I forgot to mention. I forgot to mention in the last scene when The phantom killer drives away in his car. Uh, There's just like a scene of Ramsey just standing there shaking his head. (laughs) Yeah, and he couldn't shoot because he was just
0: out of range.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's like... Just try, you know? (laughs) (laughs) At least fire one or two shots. I don't know anything about guns, but it seemed like a... Just like a cheap way of explaining why he couldn't... um, they even
0: said what type of gun he had and why he could that's why he couldn't shoot.
2: Yeah, that's why I said I don't know what <laughs> like I don't know much about guns to be able to tell you like what can shoot far and what can't, but apparently the gun he had <laughs> cannot shoot too far. Even if you take out one tire or something, you're at least trying. <laughs> yeah. Or um, a window.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: So, um, the narrator says, and this this is my favorite quote from the narrator. He says, uh, "Texarkana looked normal during the daylight hours, but everybody dreaded sundown." <laughs> yeah, and it's almost like the beginning of the movie. <laughs> yeah, like it should have been at the beginning. But so, uh, so Captain it have been Morales, on the post. yeah, it should have. So Captain Morales arrives to town. Uh, He's a criminal investigator.
0: And now Um, we know we're going to get some solutions.
2: Yeah. so we think. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So the, the idiot phone operator, Sparkplug, is given the task of driving Captain Morales around.
0: Oh, yeah. He couldn't find the car key. Yeah.
2: Did you see? So I thought this was weird. They went out to the car. He didn't have the keys, and then. Bless <laughs> you. Edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Benson, or spark plug, I should say, checks the tire. Did you yeah. Did you notice that? Yeah, I was like, did "Was you the...
0: think the key was hiding there?" <laughs> or I
2: don't know if that was a thing people used to do, like checking the, you know, checking the the tire for a key. Like that's where they keep it. Yeah, it could be a hidden spot. Or if like I mean I think it was it was ahead of its time, but um I thought it was like there's a scene in Breaking Bad where they hide like a, a GPS tracker on a car like that. Uh-huh. And I but I think that was like I don't think they had that technology back then to do something like that. Probably not. I was like, Oh, maybe he's the killer and he's like tracking the car. <laughs> <laughs>
0: he put something on it
2: or he's working it the killer they never really say like what that is he just like reaches there so i'm assuming he thought the key was there yeah even though i'm not sure why
0: the key would be there but maybe people kept keys by the tire back then
2: you're hiding your car keys on the car <laughs> Yep. Where everybody knows where they're at. Because apparently that was a, a universally known hiding spot for keys. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, he goes back in, and the keys are uh, right where they should be. <laughs> yeah. He's like, uh, he's like, I'm taking patrol car seven. And the other cop is like, The keys are on hook number seven. <laughs> <laughs> he so, dumped his um, floor out and everything. Yeah. And I have my notes that I, that Benson is up to something shady because of this whole situation, but it never, like, pans out like that. <laughs> so, so Sparkplug is speeding through town for some reason. <laughs> With the sirens on. W- were the sirens on? Yeah. Okay, I thought he was just speeding. Uh, yeah, and Captain Morales is, like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> he's he's like, okay, you're you're an idiot. Like, you don't need to speed like this, and you don't need the sirens on. <laughs> and he's like, oh, I thought I thought you wanted to get there fast. <laughs> oh, no, I want to get there in one piece. So the narrator catches us up again, and a, a bunch of like random people are like falsely admitting to the crimes. Yeah. Which I never understood why people falsely admit to crimes. Like Remember that guy that like falsely admitted to the John Bonet Ramsey case? Yeah. Like why? Was it like
0: fifteen minutes of fame? But if you're in jail.
2: Yeah. I think people just geez, I was about, I think people like um like the attention of like oh they're a serial killer or whatever even though like you're not because you didn't kill anybody yeah <clears throat> um so Ramsey starts thinking he's like hey the the there was like a twenty one day difference between the two crimes do you think like he would attack like every twenty one days or so so. It's Ramsey's idea to set up a bunch of decoys.
0: And I don't know from... why
2: they had to dress up in full costume for this. <laughs> yeah. um, Forget what the narrator says, but he says something like, <laughs> like Sparkplug volunteered, even though he didn't know what he was getting into.
0: <laughs> yeah. I thought he was about to die or something.
2: Yeah. so
0: No, he, he just had to wear a dress. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah, there's like 20 cops or something that are dressed as couples, (laughs) (laughs) driving around town.
0: Yeah, I don't think they had to do that much. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) they get in full costume.
2: Yeah, they could have just like just sat in the car. (laughs) Yeah, in his dark house, he wouldn't know the difference. Um, That same night, for some reason, the school is having prom. Even I though just,
0: I put in my notes, I don't know why they didn't cancel or delay it or at least change it so it wasn't taking place at night or the same night that <laughs> the murders are expected to take place.
2: Yeah, just be like, oh, school lets out early today. Prom starts at 2 p.m. Because
0: <laughs> their prom was going until one thirty a.m.
2: I think our prom was done by like
0: 10 or 11
2: <laughs> uh yeah so they're having a prominent night like we said um there's like a long a long drawn out montage of the band playing <laughs> the band playing um did you notice the scene with the teachers speech. yeah the teachers are like spiking their drinks <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah there's a long speech from the principal
0: and a and prayer <laughs>
2: Yes, I d I don't know I I don't know when prayers like you know got like out of schools. But like when we were in school and we graduated in twenty thirteen, like prayers were unheard of in schools. Yeah. Except for that time we were in lockdown and Miss Russo decided to, <laughs> to say a prayer. I
0: remember that. <laughs> Which I guess it makes sense.
2: <laughs> she's like, I'm gonna do something you're not supposed to do. I'm going to pray. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, why don't we just run up the hill? where we're like. <laughs> yeah. Listeners don't understand our school, but like.
0: Yeah, there, the was, room, there in was The classroom safety. we
2: were in, go ahead. There was safety, like, right there.
0: Because it was yeah,
2: like
0: so a, the... a, built, a lone classroom on the other side of the school. Yeah. It like, was that so room was... and the kindergarten room. Like, all the way on the other side.
2: Yeah, no one's going to really know what we're talking about unless they went yeah. to school with us, but it was a it was a like a, a classroom on the opposite side of the school, and there was like a hill that led up to a road. And like, this, this classroom we were in was like secluded from where the lockdown was taking place.
0: Yeah. Because
2: I remember like all the high school students, after we got out of that class, they were like, we all had to go to the, the gym and they had to check us for guns. <laughs> and they didn't even bother to check us. We were just on no. the outside side of the school. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and, uh, yeah, we were just out yeah, of the
2: someone. way. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, if the shooter's in there, at least we're all here and we're safe. <laughs> <laughs> um, turned out to be a... Uh, False, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? A false alarm. Mm-hmm. I, was gonna, I was gonna say a false flag operation, but it wasn't that. <laughs> <laughs> false flag <laughs> operation is like a conspiracy theory where, um, people think that, um, like Alex Jones, for example, thinks that like Sandy Hook was a false flag operation, so oh, yeah, the government could take our guns. Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it was a uh it was a false alarm because uh somebody called the school and said that um there was a, an armed shooter <laughs> at the school or something like that.
0: Yeah, I remember
2: that. So yeah, we got on a little bit of a, a short a story. Back, a little bit of backstory on us, but the movie's short, so <laughs>
1: um
2: short story for those who care. <laughs> Yeah, no no one cares about <laughs> our our experiences with a possible soul shooter, but if you do care, there you go. So <laughs> back to uh what's what's the ex- Texarkana, Arkansas, whatever. <laughs> we catch up with uh or, I'm sorry, we we meet Roy and Peggy who are uh who want to head out to make out reef. Mm. Uh, Peggy is kind of like Again.
1: No.
2: Yeah, Peggy is kind of like, "Oh, we shouldn't do this. I need to get home." And he Uh, was like, "No." (laughs) Yeah, those uh, angsty teenage boys just (laughs) don't know when to stop. Um, Ramsey and Morales are out, um, you know, patrolling the town, and they start to think nothing will happen because it's not raining.
0: Um, yeah, I was both. like, I don't know where you
2: guys were, because something's going on over here. Yeah, they're, they're, they're like grasping at straws for like information. They're like, oh, it's been 21 days. No, it's not raining, so he won't do anything. Yeah, they even said
0: that later on in the movie, which could actually add to your theory. They know, like the killer knows every move they're making, and they know nothing about him.
2: Yeah, that's true. Spark plug is guilty. <laughs> um,
0: I'm convinced now.
2: Yeah, but um, but yeah, they they don't think anything will happen. But we see uh, Peggy and Roy's car, and we see the killer approaching behind the car. Um, Peggy is like, "Got to get home." It's almost like four in the morning, and Roy is like, "No, <laughs> give me a, give me a few more minutes." And uh, they should have just should have just left. Um, So the killer like jumps onto the car door. (laughs) Yeah. And like Roy just starts driving around aimlessly like trying to get him off the car door and like the killer's just hanging on.
0: I don't Um, think it would have been that hard to get him off.
2: No I would just like drive like right by a tree you know.
0: Or something.
2: Like, just get your car... Get, get the side of the car... The side of your car to hit a tree or something.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, but that's just me. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I've never been in that situation, so who knows. So, uh, Roy and the killer both get like dragged out of the car. <laughs> and, <laughs> and Peggy is still in the car. Oh, my and... God! she's be so mad in this part. The car gets stopped by some shrubs, <laughs> yeah,
0: and she tried to control the car until she decided, you know what, I'm just gonna close my eyes,
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like that's not gonna get you anywhere if yeah, she's not a um she's not too smart um
0: so uh. Yeah. What was what was I saying?
2: The car cutting oh. some shrubs. Yeah. So, yeah, Peggy would have lived if she would have been quiet, but she just screams. <laughs>
0: and he actually think... would have lived too, if he would have
2: um, played dead. Yeah. Just you know, because because she's like quiet, and I think she sees um, the Phantom Killer on Roy. And that, like, makes her scream. Yeah. And... For whatever reason. Been... Of... <laughs> For whatever reason. Well... <laughs>
0: I-, I know what you're I don't saying. Think you have to scream in that.
2: <laughs> I-, I know what you're saying. <laughs> um. Yeah, so he ties Peggy up to a tree. And... So, like, there was something creepy I noticed in this scene. And I, I don't know why it's creepy, but it is. Like you can see him breathe. hmm And just like the mask moving with his breath, it just seems creepy for some reason.
0: Yeah, that whole scene was just creepy to me.
2: Yeah. Um he ties Peggy to a tree and I think Roy ends up like getting up and, like, and he trying stumbled. to stumble. Yeah. And um he the the killer ends up shooting him. I was like, if you don't get up. <laughs> So like, Peggy has...
0: Stunned. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like, This is so Peggy... when we find out that he had the gun. And I was like, oh, oh yeah. wow, he
2: just has everything. <laughs> he has a full arsenal. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Peggy has a trombone, and this is where the... this was inspired by the saxophone from the... Um... mm real-life case, except this scene didn't happen. There was just a saxophone involved and um, there was a trombone involved in the movie. Um, this is probably the most iconic scene from the movie, and they did something, I'm pretty sure they did something with an instrument in the remake, but I can't remember what it was. But, um, Killer attaches a knife to the trombone, and like, he plays it, like, like kind of, even though he can't, he's wearing a mask. Yeah. He plays it, and like every time he pushes out on the trombone, it stabs Peggy in the back, and uh, she ends up dying too.
0: Yeah, that was an interesting death scene.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah, probably the most iconic scene from the movie. Uh, probably, probably my favorite too. Mm-hmm. Along with the quote of the narrator saying, "Everybody dreaded sundown." I don't, I don't know why I like that scene of the narrator. It's just like <laughs> so, like menacing, you know.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'm a fan, too.
2: So, um... And Morales is upset that the killer was able to attack while they had, like, all the cops out searching. And he demands evidence. Like, I think he says if you have to search through every grain of sand or something, I want some kind (laughs) of evidence. So... The um the news has now gone like nationwide. uh, like everybody's freaking out, like it's on national news now, like in the newspapers. Um the police are talking to uh Dr. Cress for some reason, <laughs> and apparently he knows everything there is to know about serial killers too much um, yeah he he thinks that the killer is motivated. By a strong sex drive. But he also won't like. Like he also thinks he won't get caught. Yeah. Like the police are sitting with. Dr. Kress in the restaurant. And it's like just imagine being in the restaurant. And like. Hearing this conversation. (laughs) Yeah. Like oh this killer won't get caught. And he has a strong sex drive. And that's why he's doing this. But it's like. Like they say he he hasn't raped anybody and he hasn't like stolen anything, so like that's also not a motivation. It's just Mm -hmm. like his strong sex drive is what's driving him to do this, but like he's not raping people because that's not what he wants. Yeah. So I I don't know how the doctor came up with this theory.
0: Is this a scene uh, where the killer's like listening to them? Yeah. I like yeah.
1: They
0: said he could be anywhere and he was literally at the next table over.
2: Yeah. Now was spark plug at the table with them?
0: I don't think so. Ooh. I don't know.
2: The plot thickens. <laughs> I don't think he was either. Uh, <laughs> mm. I'm not going to go back and look because I don't. I don't know. I don't want to investigate my theory that much, but. Maybe if we do the remake, we'll... uh, I'll look at it later. ...delve into the theory. I rented it, so I have two more days. (laughs) It's free on YouTube. (laughs) Oh, is it? I mean, it's not, like, legally free, but somebody uploaded it. Uh Oh. see, I legally watched it. (laughs) I have um, Amazon Prime, and I got this streaming service called Epix. EPIX. Oh, yeah, I could have done that. Yeah, it, it's on Epics and I think I got a deal for Epics on like prime day for like three months or whatever. mm mm-hmm. Ninety-nine cents. It was on there. Huh. Yeah, we we see the killer's boots at the restaurant and the guy just stands up and leaves. Uh, like you said. Um So Morales is talking to a guy named Johnson who uh claims to be held at gunpoint by a man who uh says he killed five people even though the killer did not kill five people he killed two so far or four yeah
0: and then he tried to lie about the area too or he was off about it
2: yeah I think so if you're gonna Um, pretend you need to get your facts right (laughs) yeah so the cops get a call about an armed man Um, I think it is it at the train station is that what it is um, or a bar or something. I don't know. It's um, something. Somewhere, somewhere in town. Yes, yeah, so somewhere in town. They get a call about an armed man, which uh, leads to a police chase with with the guy in a green car. And um, this is that famous scene where he drives up a ramp. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah. The guy who's driving Morales, and I think Ramsey drives up a ramp right into the swamp. <laughs> I don't think it would even do that. <laughs> the car would. The car would probably just like slam into the the dirt. I don't think it would. <laughs> I don't think it would what? go like Fine. Dukes of Hazard on <laughs> on the car. Um. Yeah. So it's a uh, man named Eddie was in the car, and he's a guy who is out of town looking for work and the police bring Johnson to the crime scene for some reason. Mhm. And Johnson is like, "Yeah, Eddie was the guy who held me up to gunpoint." And <laughs> Eddie is just like, "Yeah, I'm I'm the phantom."
0: But like, um they were the, like, "No, he's not."
2: Yeah, they like talk in like private and they're they're like Morales is like, "Yeah, there's no way he's the phantom killer." Which I don't know how. <laughs> But Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, at least investigate it a little bit before you just turn it down. (laughs) Um, So, I do think there are some scenes in this movie where they just didn't have the time or money to, you know, kind of finish the scenes. (laughs) Yeah. Because the narrator just tells us, like, on the way to the police station, they found out <laughs> that Eddie wasn't the Phantom, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like it's like okay, but where is that scene? Like, what did you do? <laughs> they just didn't put it
0: there for some reason.
2: So it's uh it's now May third. I think we're another three weeks behind or whatever, and you uh, meet Helen, who is she's like coming out of the store or something, and she's being watched by. A um a man wearing the same boots as the Phantom. hmm And she's like followed home apparently. Yeah, she this... saw his face,
0: but she wouldn't have known that this man was the same man that attacked later on. So that's Oh, I didn't I didn't catch that. Cause she, they she looked at him. I think he like waved to her or something.
2: Oh, I didn't even notice that. That's a cool little detail too. Um, later
0: on, she said that she told the police that she didn't get a look at his face because he was wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. Even though she technically did see him earlier,
2: she just wouldn't know that that was him. Yeah, that's cool though because, like, I mean, especially us because we work with the public. Like, how many <laughs> people have we possibly met that have like secretly like killed somebody or whatever? Yeah, you know.
0: Yeah, that's weird to think about. Yeah. Or scary. Yeah. When you see hundreds of people a day.
2: Yeah, it's like oh you might have uh you might be the Zodiac killer. I start interrogating everybody I see. <laughs> <laughs> I know it was you.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Where were you in the summer of of 196 <laughs> of 1968 <laughs> or whenever the Zodiac <laughs> killer was at. <laughs> It's like, oh, you don't know? That's convenient.
0: <laughs> oh, you were there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you weren't born yet. How convenient. <laughs> <laughs> it's something the Zodiac Killer would say.
2: Or at least the son <laughs> of the Zodiac Killer. <laughs> Where'd you get this money from? <laughs> D.B. Cooper? <laughs> <laughs> you know that case. No. It's the guy who um he like held a an airplane hostage and uh f- for money and he got like a I don't know like $100,000 or something and he's skydived out of the airplane and they just never found him. Oh my god. <laughs> um I think the plane had to land. They had to give him the money. And um flew the plane again with, like, all the passengers on it. Mm-hmm. And, like, he had the money and he just jumped out of the airplane and s- skydived and they'd, like, never found him, never found any trace of the money. <clears throat> they don't even know if D.B. Cooper
0: was his real name. But, yeah.
2: Interesting. Uh, yeah. um, I've, I've always wanted to go to the airport wearing an I.M.D.B. Cooper shirt. But I also feel like that's also childish and stupid. <laughs> um, anyway, back to the town the dreaded sundown. Childish and stupid, <laughs> and not and uh, instead of other true crime stories, we'll talk about the the town the dreaded sundown. Um, so yeah, the phantom killer ends up shooting uh, Helen's husband through the window, and that's also terrifying to be like just sitting there watching TV. And then yeah. like, just get shot from the window. <laughs> Twice. Not not the laugh, but it just <laughs> <laughs> That'd be my luck though. I'm just sitting there watching TV and then just BAM. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, so the Phantom breaks in the house and shoots
0: Helen too. Well this um, was like back in the day when they didn't have doors, I
2: guess,
0: because <laughs> they had a screen door.
2: that's a strange choice especially like this time like when there's a when there's a serial killer out and everybody's like apparently boarding up their houses
0: and then you just don't (laughs) well they didn't board up the windows until after this
2: oh yeah you're right but yeah yeah. um so yeah um helen ends up like escaping even though she got shot
0: oh my god her escape scene just annoyed me (laughs) Why? Because the way she kept falling and stuff.
2: Oh, yeah. Well, that's just the way slasher movies work.
0: Yeah, it was just
2: over-exaggerated in this movie.
0: Yeah. To the point where I was
2: like, all right, catch her already. Or do whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but she <laughs> breaks in. or something. Yeah, but, but she gets into the cornfield, and...
0: Um... Yeah, I mean, I guess in her defense, she was shot in the face, so... <laughs> Yeah. I'm sure I wouldn't be set
2: either. aware of my surroundings. (laughs) Probably not. (laughs) But um But yeah, we we do get a uh classic slasher point of view, um, that is like following the blood. Yeah. And uh he follows her into the cornfield and um we get a whole lot of like stalking through the cornfield. And um What'd you say? Chase. Yeah. And, um, I think he ends up catching up to Helen, but, um, luckily Helen stumbles upon a, uh, a house and bangs on the door. Luckily, a redneck just walks <laughs> out of the house with a, with a gun, <laughs> with a gun in hand, ready to go. And just, just scares the guy away. <laughs> so the Phantom <laughs> killer, the Phantom killer does not attack this, this woman. Anymore, and uh, she also
0: was contemplating on first like, should I
2: go up there? Should I get them
0: all, or should I just, yeah, accept it as a loss and run away?
2: Yeah, so yeah, the narrator tells us that um, over 150 police cars are watching the town at night, and um, how big is this town? That's what I was wondering too, because it seems like a very small town, and now there's like 150 police cars it driving did. around. It
0: did until they had like the country area and all that too. Maybe it's like Paddenfield and Rob Zombie's Halloween movies, where there's a the town park. part and there's a country part.
2: Yeah, maybe that. Yeah, that's probably what it is. It's just all one big place. But yeah, there's 150 police cars out now, and like people are afraid to walk by their windows at night. And they're, like, um, like, boarding up the windows, like you said. Like, the whole city's on lockdown at
0: this point. They even have the paper boy doesn't
2: go out until the sun's fully up. Yeah. I wouldn't even be a paper boy in this town. Like, it's just, it's just not worth it. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't got, even... was going to do without your paper? <laughs> like, I gotta get out of here. <laughs> so... The three-week cycle came and went without an attack this time. Um, there's a scene of like a woman calling the police, and she's like, I, "I seen him, I seen his mask over there," and then just like a white cat jumps out of the trash can. <laughs> oh my god! Like, I, hated,
0: I hated that scene too because she had like she covered her mouth.
2: <laughs> she's like, <laughs> it, it's like comedic mu- comedic music plays, and it's like, "Oh, Elizabeth, you've done it again." They don't do that, but that's that's how they play it. Yeah. So, Ramsey and Morales are out cruising around town, and they're talking about how um, the killer might have been arrested for another crime, or he might have just left, and uh, this scene was cool, because Ramsey is like, off the record, do you think this guy will ever be caught? And Morales is just like, off the record, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, he said it would be a miracle. Yeah, it's like... It's like, yeah, it's... um, Not looking good. Yeah.
0: So, uh,
2: they get a call over the radio saying that the
0: killer's car was found. And... um,
2: I, d- Did he kill anybody in the scene? I don't remember. Um, No, he did not. Because no. he was walking... He was walking around with his mask on for some reason. Yeah, he was lurking in the woods. So, like, if you just dress normally, like, you wouldn't be caught.
0: <laughs> yeah. Unless he was getting ready to kill.
2: Maybe. Getting his gear on. But it was daytime, so I don't know. Um, maybe that was the next switch up. He was going to kill in the daytime. Maybe. Yeah, so the the cops end up finding him in like a quarry or like a that's what IMDb called it. I don't know what a quarry is, but I'm gonna go with it. Um, <laughs> so yeah, Morello ends up shooting at him, but like totally misses. And like the killer obviously knows at this point, like they found me, they're on to me. Um, gotta go. <laughs> a a train shows up. And, um. Oh my god, the longest train I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, so. I have an issue with this scene. So the train shows up, and, like. You know, the Phantom Killer proceeds to run alongside of the train instead of running away. Yeah. Um, and Ramsey and, uh. Morales catch up to the train, and they're both running alongside of it. And. I think Morales, like, shoots under the train and, like, gets the killer's leg.
1: hmm
2: So, so, he, he is running alongside of the train instead of running away. Then he gets shot. And <laughs> then the train, the train, like, he runs away after he gets shot. And then the train, like, ends. And Morales, like, immediately says he's, like, eight to ten minutes ahead of us. And it's, like, First off, you shot him, so he's in the leg. Yeah. And two, like, the train just stopped right after you shot him, so like, how is he ten minutes ahead of you?
0: Like, he's he's not.
2: <laughs> so, like, they go into the woods and they just can't find him. Uh, the narrator tells us that they brought in uh, bloodhounds and uh, the bloodhounds never found him. Mm -hmm. And I I was like, oh, this is they're going to find him eventually. He he has to be here. And um, so for some reason, these swamps have a history of men going in and never coming out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's like, what kind of swamps are these that like men just come in and never come out? Like, is this like the Blair Witch Project? (laughs) Something. Alligators. Yeah, they could have did like a a brief clip of an alligator and then been like or like, you know, maybe we like we can't we have a hard time searching these areas because there's alligators in here.
0: Yeah. And
2: it's like, yeah, we can't go in there looking for him because of the alligators. And you know. Nope. And he just never So, yeah, the bloodhounds can't find him. And um yeah, the the movie like surprisingly wraps up right here and it's like the Phantom Killer was never found. Um, you know, some people think he was in prison for another crime. Uh, some say that he's dead, and others say that he's still free and just living like a normal life in the in the town.
0: And mm-hmm. we see him at the premiere.
2: Yes. At the premiere of the 1976 film, The Town That Dreaded Sundown, we see the boots of the killer in line to watch the movie. Of the crimes he committed. He had the same boots all those years. <laughs> I guess so. It's like um <laughs> like that episode. We made too many Spongebob references. It's like that episode of SpongeBob where <laughs> um SpongeBob breaks Squidward's clock and Squidwards op- opens up a closet full of clocks. It's like he Damn. just has a closet full of the same boots. <laughs> So the killer was never found.
0: Um, Yeah. And that's all I got. Um, Yeah. Do you have anything else? It goes into the new one, I guess. (laughs) I'll have to actually watch the new
2: movie. I say this every time we record when we mention a movie, but I might watch that today. (laughs) 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 All
1: right. Yeah. Um, We have
0: a couple things to do before
2: we wrap this episode up. Um, We're going to break out the attempted topics wheel once again, making its second appearance. We are going to uh, figure out what our Friday the 13th episode is on. We have every Friday the 13th movie on this list except for uh Jason goes to hell cuz we did that last year. Mhm. So we have 1 through 8 Ugh. we have <laughs> Jason X, Freddy versus Jason and the remake. And I know you told me not to do it like that cuz you wanted a couple of movies out, but <laughs> yeah. but we're going to do it. <laughs> um
0: there's actually like four or five movies I can think of that I would not like to watch
2: <laughs> yeah um but it's okay now would you like to do the recommendations before that um yeah, let's assume let's, let's before that yeah um and we also have a uh, special month of september coming up where we were doing um blockbuster month where I mean, we should have did that in like july but Sorry. <laughs> but the the rules for Blockbuster Month are we are doing four movies that month. Every movie has to be at least two hours long and has to be has to have a budget over one hundred million dollars. Sound good? hmm Do you have any other oh and only do movies from this century, so like from two thousand till now.
0: That's a perfect chance to do a Marvel movie.
2: Yeah, that'll give us an excuse. (laughs) If I want to sit through it. (laughs) Do you have a uh, recommendation ready, or do you want me to go first? I'm going to recommend the ahead of yourself. getting ahead (laughs) of yourself here. Know the drill. Oh yeah, the song. It's time to
0: recommend some things you and me were recommending. I always forget about his song. Yeah, I'm just going right. to recommend the movie Pig.
2: Okay, I don't have to spoil anything because um you don't have to spoil anything because it just came out. So,
0: yeah, basically, Nicholas Cage is looking for his pig with Alex Wolff because somebody took it. <laughs> yeah, essentially. <laughs> <laughs> i watched it last night it's
2: it's pretty good um yeah i keep thinking about that movie <laughs> yeah that's a that's a very good uh good description <laughs> of pig, <tape. laughs> <laughs> uh, basically um i'm going to recommend i'm going to ca- kind of try to stay on topic i'm going to recommend zodiac from 2007 Ah, uh, directed by David Fincher, starring Jake D- Jake Gyllenhaal, uh, Robert Downey Jr., Mark Ruffalo. Um. Yeah.
0: Mm. Um, I've never yeah. seen that.
2: It's about the Zodiac Killer, you know. <laughs> yeah <laughs> my my description is about as good as yours. It's about detectives trying to find the Zodiac Killer. My description was great. Uh Zodiac yeah. is on Am- Amazon Prime, uh if you want to watch it. And I also have the Blu-ray, so but yeah, it's a very good movie. Uh David Fincher is a genius. Um, like the director of Flight Club, gone girl. hmm
0: Yeah. Social network seven. Yeah. All that jazz.
2: All right. Um, all right. So I I will now spin the attempted topics wheel. Oh no! To uh, determine the next episode, and uh, I know we did mention our top ten video game episode that is coming out soon. I think this episode will be out before the top yeah. ten video game episode, but um, yeah, we'll we'll do that as well. Um, this Friday the Thirteenth episode will be out on. August 13th, which is Friday the 13th. Special episode. Uh, Would you like to count us down? I'll go ahead. You need to get a tattoo. (laughs) On Friday
0: (laughs) the 13th. I want
2: to. Would you like to uh, count us down so we could spin the wheel?
0: On five, four, three, two, bam. Here we go. I'm scared. Me too. <laughs>
2: Here we go. It is part part three. Oh, thank God! <laughs> <laughs> one of the good ones. <laughs> we actually got one of the good ones that time. So <laughs> I was worried we were going to get the remake in there, but we're getting part three. No, I just I just spun it again for kicks. And it landed on part three again. So <laughs> that's a so it was definitely meant to be. Yeah. Um, so I think this episode... I'm just it didn't land
0: on part five or part one.
2: You know, I was interested in part five. No. Because I'm kind of more interested <clears throat> in the bad ones than I am, like, the good ones. Because I've seen the good ones more than I've seen the bad ones. So it's like, the bad ones would be a new experience. Oh, I've seen Part 5 enough times. Maybe I'll watch it on Friday the 13th instead, (laughs) since I'll have to watch Part 3 before Friday the 13th so we can record. (laughs) Nothing like a Jason movie without Jason, you know?
0: Well, yeah, that's one of the reasons why I don't like
2: it. So yeah, uh, this episode, the town of Dreaded Sun, will probably be out before our top ten video game episode. Um, but we still have, I think, two more episodes to do of like summer theme movies before uh-huh. September, and then we'll go into our blockbuster series. Um, yeah, I think that's all I got. Um, in yeah. October, in October, I want to do like some of our favorite horror movies which i mean we do every like year round anyway Mm -hmm. and i I also want to do like a like either a halloween kills episode or halloween 2018 or something we'll see we still have like two months for that so definitely halloween kills yeah kind of hope it ends up on a streaming service is I don't want to be that guy that's in the movie theater taking notes. <laughs> Didn't they say something about it might be two weeks after it's released?
0: That's what they've been doing with a lot of movies. Or they're in like, talks. I think I forget which one they're in talks with though.
2: Like Pig was in theaters and then like it was it's also on demand like right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, you like you had to pay like seven dollars to rent it or something, but <clears throat> Not if you use Torrents. I mean what? Okay. <laughs> but here at Attempted Topics, we uh, we choose to pay for movies, right? Yes. <laughs> we Wouldn't dream of of renting, or uh, I mean, uh, we, we wouldn't dream of pirating a movie, would we?
0: No. Actually, there's a couple I should have because we didn't end up not doing the episode on it.
2: But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Night of the Demons. Um, Did I? Have- in- the Green I Inferno. I, luckily, I didn't have to rent that. I paid for the Green Inferno years ago, and I'm not paying for it again.
0: <laughs> yeah, I bought it at
2: the exchange. What? Oh, Warriors. Oh yeah, yeah. I paid for that too. Me too. Mm. Every movie, every movie meatball recommends. We end up paying for <laughs> and not doing it.
0: <laughs> well, but yeah, let's later.
2: <laughs> <laughs> she no, owes me $3. <laughs> $3 for buying uh, or for renting Warriors and not doing the episode. That movie was good. But that one had a narrator too. Yeah. Night of the Demons was good too. She picks good movies. I really like Night do, of the Demons. We just don't do the episodes. <laughs> well, Night of the Demons, we had technical difficulties and then we just never went back. <laughs> this year we'll do it i want to do the remake of night of the demons no i don't because i don't because monica kina is in it (laughs) (laughs) and we don't support monica kina on this podcast no if you're unfamiliar with the monica kina incident i here's a big here's a brief rundown (laughs) i paid monica kina three dollars on cameo to message her and i was like hey we're big fans we do a podcast would you like to like jump on the podcast so we can talk about Freddy versus Jason or Night of the Demons or whatever? She's seen the message. He did the unthinkable. Like on Cameo, it tells you if they've seen the message. So she's seen the message and proceeded to not answer me. <laughs> I never got <laughs> a response, and I paid like three dollars for that.
0: The least you could do, is just be like, "Oh, I'm not taking <laughs> interviews at this time," yeah, or something.
2: Like, oh, I'm sorry, but I don't, I don't do podcast, or like, I don't have the ability to join your Discord call or whatever, you know. <laughs> or go away. Or <laughs> like, sorry, I'm not. Just be like, sorry, I'm not interested. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: Um. But yeah, but it's I okay. That's all, I think that's all I got for this episode.
0: Yeah.
2: Um. You have anything else?
0: No. Um. Yeah, just don't go
2: out. Don't go outside it after sundown.
0: No. And stay away from I your don't... windows, or you might get shot. <laughs> and don't go to make out reef. And don't use just a screen door.
2: Yeah. A lot of lessons from the town that dreaded sundown. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's all I got. Uh, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Attempted Topics. Uh, through there, you can find our personal. Social medias and you know, follow us, and we'll follow. Of course, we'll follow back because we're polite. Um, <laughs> was that? I mean, true? I will. I will at least like. I can't speak for anybody else, but I'll, I'll follow back. I always um, follow st- back. But yeah, that's all I got. We'll have yeah. Tiny Tim sing us out.
1: I think in the sudden. <clears throat>
2: that was bad. <laughs> I'm, I'm leaving that in. <laughs> Right. I just buy, buying, living every day. I don't
1: worry, worrying, don't agree. Things that bother you never bother me. Things that bother you never bother me. I
0: feel
1: happy and fine. <laughs> living in the sunlight, loving in the moonlight, having the best of my time. Having God's love, I don't need a lamp for only a time. Because i un be